Ramble. Hey guys. Hello. Welcome to You Can Sit With Us. Hi. Good Hello. to see you. If you're watching this over the YouTube feed, you may notice that we have moved to Zoom. Uh, the last few episodes, we uh, we thought maybe California was going to come out of quarantine, start crawling out of our holes. Uh, but alas, we uh, are back in our homes. And we've got Becky and Maggie and Rachel. And we got our little gremlin Miles over there in the corner. <laughs> How are you guys? It's nice to see you in your houses. Where is everyone sitting? I am sitting in my living room and I'm still in my pajamas. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> I'm in our master bedroom hidden from my children. I have to be like behind a closed door or else the babies would be all up in this. They'll be our first guests. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they can come on anytime. I'm sure mm -hmm. they will. And I think Ariel's in her bedroom too. I am in my bedroom because our living room is our playroom. And uh, we uh, have no nanny today. And my parents were supposed to come but uh, they postponed until Tuesday. So, oh, no. Yeah. No. Oh, it's okay. It's okay. They're still coming. But uh, uh, yeah, Ned and I are child careless. And, uh, but it's okay. It's kind of like a vacation because, you know, when you're playing with Wes, you sort of, uh, you sort of wake up and you're like, well, not going to get anything done today. So it's just play. <laughs> it's like an extra weekend day. Exactly. Exactly. It's like a five-day weekend for us. So Ned's out. Uh, I have no idea what he's doing right now. Maybe they're going to go for a bike ride or something. I, I said, just get out of the house. Ooh, mm -hmm. speaking of bike ride, this weekend, Zach and I found like a 15-mile bike trail, which it was advertised as all <clears throat> flat. And like, I'm not really used to being like a pro biker whatsoever. Like, I didn't even know that there is specific biking shorts because the seams are in special places. So when I was wearing leggings oh. this weekend, biking, my entire leggings like pilled. Like oh, no. the entire crotch is just like pilled and like ripped apart from my seat. But we were going no. up and down and all. It was really Where? fun. It led all the way to the beach. It's We started, we, we biked to the bike path, which was a 25 minute bike ride. And then once we got to the bike path in Culver City, we went all the way to Marina Del Rey. It was really oh fun. Wow. But I was dripping wet with sweat. And <clears throat> it was yeah. hot this weekend. That is so impressive. A 25 minute bike ride to get to your bike ride is like two workouts. Yeah. And then once we got to the beach, we were like, oh, let's go down like the boardwalk and like enjoy. But we were so tired. We were just like, we just sat in like a grass patch and just like ate fruit. Did you have to wear your mask the whole time? Yes, I sure did. Good for yeah, you. Mm. It's tough working out in a mask. Yeah, it is. There's not everyone on that bike path was wearing masks, but like every so often when there was a stretch with no people, I would take my mask off and catch a breath, but then I put it back on. But most people at the beach when we were passing on the bike path were wearing masks, which was good. Honestly, it's good to wear your mask at the beach. You protect your little nose from sunburn, keep your skin mm -hmm. looking young. You don't mm -hmm. have to reapply sunscreen as much. I felt all covered up. Yeah. Baseball cap, Easy. sunglasses, mask. <laughs> we uh, got noodles on the street with Keith and Becky the other day, and someone recognized Keith in his mask, and they were waving and doing like little hearts. Oh, um, and that's when it dawned on me. I was like, oh, the girls must get recognized too. Do you guys? Like how, how has your journey in becoming... Instagram, Twitter, LA famous or recognizable been as like the guys did. I think it was it was weird for sure. The the start of it all. Like the, I think the first time I ever got recognized I was like buying a bra or something. And somebody was like, "Are you something really life? embarrassing?" and you're like, "What?" The first time I got recognized I was actually at the park with Bowie, like by myself. I usually if I'm with Zach. They'll just recognize Zach first and then hit or miss whether, whether or not they'll recognize me. But I was at the park and Bowie was playing with another dog. And this teenage boy was staring at Bowie and was like, is that Bowie the pooch? And I was like, 
yeah. And he was like, are you Maggie? And I was like, you're, yeah. Your dog just, got recognized. I know. I got <laughs> recognized. Your dog got recognized first. But if I'm by myself, I don't think I've actually been recognized. Just me. Yeah, it's mostly with the guys. I, I sometimes get recognized by myself, but a lot of times it'll it's when I'm with Ned or with Wes, um, hilariously. And usually it's at like a grocery store. It'll be at Whole Foods or Target or something. <laughs> and I'll be walking through the aisles and I'll notice that somebody's following me and I'm like, this is weird. Let me, I'm just going to stand here until they say something. In person must be more infrequent, but like on socials, you went from having probably pretty anonymous accounts and whatnot to having very public ones. I think yeah. I've just been more self-conscious of what I'm posting. And I think it's been more of an adjustment, not for me so much, but people around me, like my coworkers have had to adjust. They're like, mm. why do you have so many followers? Because like they didn't really know who I was dating. And so I've gotten, I've had to deal with that more <laughs> so. When Zach and I first started dating, I already knew that was so much a part of him and his job that... I had already gave given myself two and a half, almost three years of mentally preparing for that. And then it happened and it was overwhelming at first, but then I already knew what I had gotten myself into, whereas other people were like, whoa, what's going on? I remember you were you were private for a while, right? Or did we just keep you private? Zach and I chose to be private just because we didn't want to put pressure on the relationship. Like we didn't know... Getting into a relationship, we didn't want to like force things and working through things early on. We just wanted to do it privately and work on ourselves. During the time that you guys were secret, were there any people on Twitter or Instagram who found you, like sleuthed through photos and connected the dots? There was that weird karaoke thing, Mags. Remember that? It was like Eugene oh. posted a karaoke video of all of us. On and Instagram like, story. On Instagram story. And the it wasn't even like Zach and Maggie singing. I think it was like, it was either Ariel or me that was singing. But on the marquee, it said, next up, Zach and Maggie. I remember and that. And people oh. like sleuthed it. And we were like, you you kids are little mini detectives. I know. It was they very are. close. I think it was the summer before... Zach had made the video, My Secret Girlfriend. So they were on to it. Yeah. I remember it was particularly hard for Becky not to post photos of Maggie. Because you guys, <laughs> I know. I mean, you guys have been friends it. for so long now. I have, yeah, we have I so like many old a- photos of yeah. us at events, including Matt. We have some really good photos of oh Matt my gosh. that I want to post. Well, Matt only just went public like last year, right? Mm-hmm. That was that was so hard mm-hmm. because they've been together for a long, long time. And I think, I think he went I, public in Australia. Yeah. So not even a year. <laughs> yeah. That was like yeah. six months ago. It felt like a huge relief when Matt went public and it was just like, oh, finally, we're all out there. Did you guys like find ways, especially I guess Ariel and Becky, like as you know, you were with the guys when they were just guys and as they like got more and more popular did you find ways to like rely on each other ned and i definitely leaned on each other a lot because well i mean let's be honest like when i first started dating ned i deep down i knew that he was gonna like that we were gonna move to la and that he was probably do you can you know that somebody is going to be famous i guess i didn't know that he was going to be famous but i knew that i was getting myself into something you know and so maybe I had been preparing for that since since we had gotten married and since we moved to LA and especially when he started at BuzzFeed I was like okay it started to things started to heat up when he started to get in you know to be in videos to be in Try Guys videos and you know my wife started coming up and suddenly I became this like character uh without a face of course I was just Ned's wife uh and then you know people were able to find me uh, and then I started being in videos as well. You know, it all sort of, it didn't happen immediately, uh, I guess for me, in, in the same way that it did for Maggie. It it built over time. Um, and they, there definitely gets to be a point, I don't know, Becky, if if you experience this as well, where like you kind of have to choose whether you are going to 
be very public or not, you know, yeah. whether you <clears throat> you choose to put yourself out there uh, and be like, here I am with my husband and with my family. Um, you know, this is what I'm doing today. Or if you are going to be more private and and, you know, not allow uh, people into your your like personal life. It was certainly a choice with Wes. I mean, that was. Uh, we're still de like we're still dealing with that because as he gets older, I mean, there are fewer things that we want that, that that we choose to share, you know, because he's he's he there. There's a lot of things that we keep to ourselves um, because everything on the internet is forever. You know, yeah. I don't want, we don't want him to be, Ned and I had this conversation when, even before he was born, we were like, well, we don't really want to be, we don't want to put our family out there in, in such a way that we're like doing daily vlogs about our, our kid, because mm -hmm. you, because you, you, like, that is a choice we, we, that we could have done that. Um, but we didn't want to, we didn't want to have Wes's life on the internet we didn't want him to be 18 years old trying to get a job or like you know dating and everybody knows that he had a hard time potty training or you know it's like <sighs> you know you don't want to like have those things out on the internet i don't know if he's having a hard time potty training he's just a two-year-old and mm. like, potty training is potty training you know it's a uh, and so we chose to keep certain things keep certain things closer to heart uh, and I think we do the same thing with our, with our lives as well. You know, there are certain things that we keep to ourselves and I know there are certain things that you guys keep to yourself. I remember when we started this podcast, uh, uh, Becky, you were kind of like, okay, these are the things that I won't talk about. <laughs> and that yeah. was great. It's good that you know that. Yeah. We do have our little list just cause I feel like they share so much online and like, I think that was a conversation we had really early on when Keith was starting to be in those BuzzFeed videos, like the, not just like the taste test videos, but the more like experience a different way of life kind of videos. Mm -hmm. And there was definitely like a set of, I mean, they're not weird rules. I guess I could say them. You'll, you'll never hear, or you can't go back into BuzzFeed videos. You'll never hear Keith and I talk about having sex with each other. <laughs> We acknowledge that sex is a thing, but that is just like an off, off the table. We're not talking about our sex life publicly. <laughs> that is sacred. <laughs> that is sacred. That is our thing. Um, and then the other thing is babies. We just, we won't, people always ask us about it. And that's going to be something that we talk about. We're fine talking about it with like our friends and like our family, but the internet will never know when or if we get pregnant it'll it'll just be like <laughs> keith will pop on video one day and be like by the way i'm a dad <laughs> i mean you have to you have to keep some things to yourself yeah i think to stay sane you have to have like a list of you know just a small list of things that's like these are ours totally. we're gonna keep these we're gonna hold on to it <laughs> i guess i haven't really actively thought about what i keep sacred but i think that i don't know if we'd ever be like a relationship brand because that's just not his or my personality certain things I do work as a nurse in a hospital so one of like talking on behalf of the medical community has always given me a little bit of anxiety um, and I tread lightly on just because a lot of the things that we do in the hospital are uh, privacy protected via HIPAA right so course. I think those are one of the those are one of the things that I always am making sure that I'm not speaking on and spreading misinformation. I think that's like my big thing. Becky, at one point you asked Keith not to put his butt on the internet <gasps> and that yes. boy went and put his butt on the internet. Is there <laughs> anything did. like that where you were like, ooh, let's keep this private and the guys were just like, okay, but I dressed up as Kim Kardashian and tried to break the internet, so. <laughs> Sorry, no, mine was just the butt thing. I was like, don't put your butt on the internet. Like, my grandma's gonna see your butt, don't do it. And it wasn't so much the asking, it was that he said he wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> and so he got a stern, stern talking to when he got home and I saw it. He just yelled, my body, my, my choice from back then. My body, <laughs> my choice. No, sir. <laughs> Yeah, that was the only thing. I don't I don't think I ever told Ned that he couldn't do something. 
I I guess I sort of trusted his, his like inner uh, inner moral compass to mm-hmm. not uh, put anything out there that would uh, bring shame to the family. But you know, <laughs> uh, it is what it is. <laughs> Stuff's out there. When I first started dating Zach, it was probably like a year after, and he was like shirtless on camera. I never made him shave his chest, but I made him trim his chest. I was like, your chest hair is out of control. Like, you cannot do that to the audience. Please, like, please trim your chest hair and a little bit of your neck and your back. Thank you. You're just looking out for your boy. I'm not telling him to get rid of it completely. I'm just telling him to keep it keep it clean you know yeah yeah you gotta you gotta keep the like the polo v-neck type of thing i mean you gotta keep that trim up there he thinks for me later he's watched videos in the past and he's like oh wish i had you around (laughs) i feel like zach has the like craziest glow up i always like on my like facebook memories it'll be like this picture from five years ago and it's all for the boys and they look like you know, maybe less fashionable versions of how they look now, but generally the same. Zach looks completely different. I know, like the change of glasses. I miss his little comb over. (laughs) But just like his like style evolution, I feel like, like with his hair, with his fashion, with everything, just like changed very drastically where the other guys kind of stayed you know, in their lanes. I miss Keith's blue squares, though. It makes me sad that he doesn't wear them anymore. <laughs> I know. He's, too many. he's really gotten into the t-shirts. It's like when he, got, when he got super fit, then he wanted to like show off his biceps. <laughs> <laughs> he just hates shopping. <laughs> oh, yeah. Do you guys shop for the boys? I buy almost all of Keith's clothes. <laughs> yeah, same. I go with Zach to pick things, but I don't shop for him. But I, as of lately, he needs more clothes. Maybe I will buy him things. But yeah. a lot, it's, Zach's hard to shop for because he's just so small framed. Yeah. I feel like every, I've tried in the past to buy him things, but they're always too big. And I'm just like, Ugh. he's too big. <laughs> or his proportions <laughs> are too weird because his, for his like size, they want him to be wider than he is. So he's like a 32, 32 in pants, which is like a strange man size yeah Sorry, 32 34 30, i was gonna say because like ned could get away with a 32 32 but he's like a 32 30 ned will wear your pants area ned will wear oh, yeah. he'll come to work and i'll be like what pants are those because they just look like a little too that was tight. one time that was one time sure it was twice that's okay happened? maybe twice okay oh my so God. Yes. I mean, I, so I, I do most of the laundry and I do, you know, and I do most of the shopping. And so like if our laundry gets mixed up and Ned grabs a, a pair of my pants, he will put them on and they only fit slightly differently. Like usually they're a little bit more high waisted, but like the tightness is about the same. I'm trying and to so, imagine Ned yeah, with like yeah. high waisted so bell bottoms. Ned can actually get away with wearing my pants. We actually, we are nearly the same size in most things. We are the same shoe size. Ned is just slightly larger. But I remember when we first met, Ned only had like a pair of New Balance tennis shoes and a pair of like raggedy old flip flops and <laughs> and 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 of, and of course I had I mean you know Florida boy he's he, like he just didn't really care that much and um and, and then he, I think he had a pair of snow boots because we lived in Chicago but uh it, it it came to be like summertime and I was like why don't you wear like boat shoes or like you know loafers or something and he was like I don't have anything like that and I was like well okay try my boat shoes because I had a pair of like unisex boat shoes um and so like he fairies. like yeah like fairies like fairies <laughs> that, that, that I used to wear all the time and and I was like okay well just try these and he tried them and they were just a little bit too small but he liked them so much that he that he like took them and stretched them out and was able to wear those like all summer long that's and incredible we never I've, went back after that. Now we sh- now we share like we share flip flops, we share slippers, <laughs> sandals, like you know, like they're I'm so jealous. Shoes. I wish that I, I could. I would save so much money if I could share the same shoe size. Zach and I share jackets. That's pretty much the only thing that we can share. But this yeah. weekend, I wanted to wear one of his pair of shoes, and I like yeah. tried putting insoles in them because his feet are bigger than mine, and I was like, gosh darn it, this <laughs> this outfit would look so cute with these <laughs> shoes, but. <laughs> 
doesn't what happen. Were the but shoes? I, I was wearing joggers and he has these uh, high tops with just like stitching mm-hmm. on them, but they're very cute. And my joggers were cropped. And I was like, I want to look like Super a trendy, cool. just trendy <sighs> person. But I couldn't wear them. I was so sad. But I will probably get one, a, a shoe, the same shoe in a, the same size. But he got upset by that and said that we can't wear matching shoes because that's what? gross. Come on. What? I know. I, I have a picture. I have a picture of you two early in your relationship where you are mar- wearing the exact same jacket. We were? We have s- you we have, have the like, exact same jack- you, jacket? It was like, it was like a, uh, it was like a, a flannel blue. Oh, okay. So Zach shrunk one pair and then gay and then bought himself the same <laughs> pair. And then I just wore it to be funny. And he, and he did not think it was funny, but I remember that. Yeah. I thought, I, I thought it was matching. a complete coincidence. I love matching too. I hated matching as a child. I grew up with two sisters and my mom would always try to get us to match. And I hated it back then, but because I was the my middle mom, child. So I was the one stuck matching with both sisters. My mom yeah. wanted my brother and I to be twins. So she dressed us exactly alike matching <laughs> outfits we would have like christmas pictures all the like we would wear do these like bathe did you ever go to like like the pennies do they were pennies are pennies a national thing jc jc penny JC Penny. Like JC JC pennies yeah, yeah. Pennies. Where they would take the pictures yeah I, I mean only only the cool cool people so my mom would take us there and we would wear like matching bathing suits mm. and like denim on denim on denim Denim nice. jacket, denim shirt, denim pants. And then my hair would be like crazy. We had a lot of those pictures. And people always asked if we were twins. So she got what she wanted. <laughs> Watts won't let me dress the twins in identical outfits. They have to wear, they can wear coordinated, but he doesn't like it when they wear the exact same thing. That oh. makes sense. They're so he different. He thinks it's weird. They're so different. I think, I so think the coordinating outfits are perfect. You know, like one of them's in green, the other one's in orange. I try and make Keith and I match. I dress the same as my mom sometimes will wear the same outfit. I love twinning. It's like one of my <laughs> favorite fashion statements to be like, why are those two people wearing the same outfit? Keith and I are wearing the my, same outfit today. <laughs> my mom bought the same prescription glasses as me last year. And now I just got a new pair and she I FaceTime with her this weekend. She's like, ooh, where'd you get those? I was like, not again, mom. But it's <laughs> actually there. I guess I guess since Ned and I are the same size, we should probably match more often. But then I am concerned that people will think that we are related. And, uh, <laughs> you know, Ned and I, we don't I, I know that you guys uh, are are more against PDA than Ned and I are. And so if we're like in public and, and like, you know, holding hands or like, you know, and completely matching, I feel like people would just be weirded out. No, you guys do not act like brother and sister whatsoever especially with Wes running around no, i know no, no. i know hey man i've been watching a lot of downton abbey people do not care about that kind of stuff about I've, that I've brother been, sister stuff no i've been rooting for this one couple and like halfway through season two i was like they are for sure cousins they call each other cousin but i'm like <laughs> yes get it mary you get with Matthew. You get with him. Wait, oh when God. did you start watching Downton Abbey? Oh, my God. So it started probably like two weeks ago, and I'm already on season five. Um, I cannot be there stopped. There are five seasons? There are wow. six seasons in a movie. And, and a movie, yeah. Wow. And all the episodes are like an hour long. I started watching it because I couldn't sleep one night, which is typical. And so I put it on because Keith, we had tried the first episode before, and it made him fall asleep. So we were like, let's put it on. It'll make us fall asleep. No, this is like a soap opera. Downton Abbey moves so fast. Maggie Smith is so witty. It is hilarious. It's such a good show. Um, And so I'm on season five and all the cousins get married. (laughs) I think I got to season three and then I sort of petered out. Shit goes downhill fast. People are dying left and right. No spoilers. Okay, cover your ears if you haven't watched Downton Abbey. Dan Stevens just laughed. He just laughed oh without giving like too much notice. I think it was to be on Beauty and the Beast. So they, <laughs> really? they really took him away from us at a critical time. And you're and you're already on the fifth season. I'm already on the fifth season. Yes. I mean, Mary has definitely moved on. <laughs> she, ha- she has a new suit. She has like a buffet. Like every episode, a new guy comes in. Oh, also time does not pass on the show. Like 15 oh, yeah. years passes on the show. And the children are all the same age. You're just like, one episode will end and someone's pregnant. And the next episode, the baby is three. 
And you're like, what just happened? And then it's three for the next three seasons. Yeah. I'm like, what did I miss? But it's a good show. I keep calling Keith my first footman when he brings me like my coffee and water <laughs> in the morning. But like, thank you, first footman. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, your footman would never bring you coffee in bed. That's so inappropriate. Yes, that would be my lady's maid. She would not. Yeah. It would be my lady's maid. Um, but since, you know, I don't think we would be like the royals of the Downton. Mm. I think we would be like the guests of Downton. Yeah, so I think we might, we would settle for a footman, you know. So what's happening today with your kitty cat, Becky? <gasps> oh my God, he's sleeping right over there. Little Alfred's going to be a ding dang star. He's going to be in a cat video. Oh. They're doing like a little sponsored video for a kitty litter company. And Alfred mm-hmm. is the star. Are you so pumped? 50, 50% pumped. We, we did a little like background shooting and Miles and Nick were over and Alfred was not happy. He was <laughs> like, he was happy some, t- some of the time, but he was definitely scared of like the big camera. So it was a lot of like petting. So mm-hmm. I wonder how mm-hmm. he's going to be today. I'm like, I don't want him to have like a little kitty heart attack or anything because we've only had him for like three months. If you bring him over to our little studio today, just you and Keith and a camera, how are you mm-hmm. going to get him to like act? How are you going to get him to do stuff? Does yeah. he like? Are you are you wet a theater treats, mom, baby? Now? Does he have <laughs> wet? Does he treats. have tricks? Wet cat treats. mom. Yes. What are wet mm. treats? Wet treats are. The nastiest thing in the world. So we feed him dry food because that's what he had when he was at the shelter that he was at. And they said, you know, just keep him on the same thing because he'll be, you know, more chill with that. And so he had to get a tooth pulled and he had to have wet food when he was on that because obviously he had a little ouchie. It's the nastiest. It's one of the (laughs) treats is literally called broth. And it's this like little bag and you shake it. And his eyes just go. And he like <laughs> runs over. No. And he's like usually not super talkative, but he'll be like, meow, meow. what's in it? It's just, it's just like meat. Yeah, it's just like it's fish. Yeah, it's fish and then some sort um. of like juice. And he just like licks it up, little nasty cat. But <laughs> we found if we like need him to do anything, we shake the bag. So <laughs> when he was when Miles and Nick came over, it was um he got I think he had three wet treats that day. So Dang. that was like a you lot. You are such for him. a stage mom now. I know. I know. You're going to train him and he's going to be a little little cat in movies. I know. He's a little bit of a diva, though. So I don't think he'll be able to. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect. I don't know if he'll make this a career, but he needs to work. We were joking. You live in this house, you're an influencer or bust. That's right. <laughs> That's right. You got you got you you got to make your fair your fair share, right? Mm-hmm. We're like we didn't rescue you from a hoarder's house for nothing, cat. Alfred was in a hoarder's house. For those who did mm-hmm. not know, he lived with I, 70 other cats. How is that legal for someone to have all those cats? It was cats? in Mexico. It's not. Yeah. It's not legal. They took them. <laughs> yeah, That's it was so in Mexico. Sad. Yeah, it was the shelter that we went to has like another like branch, I guess, in Mexico. And that's where they found him. And people didn't want him because he was big and he looked really angry. In his picture, he was like, <laughs> he's perfect. But he's so sweet. He's a little angel. He's got this tiny little head and then he's really big. You want me to get him? Okay. <laughs> I tried speaking Spanish to him when she first got him. See if oh, he'd respond so to that because he was like hiding underneath the, the couch and I'd be like, Alfie. <laughs> Did it oh, work? Yeah. Did he? Yeah, yeah was, he responded yeah. to it a little bit. And then oh, yeah. I told it. Becky to put on some Spanish music. Yeah, she <laughs> put on Selena. And he was into it. Alfred, it's a Over podcast, there. so you have to be vocal. You'll have to go watch the YouTube video because he's not talking. He's only showing. Yeah. <laughs> he's just being cute. He's so cute. Wow, guys, we have over 2,000 emails to our email account. What? Two? I know. I know. I'm just going to read. I'm going to read this one. But thank you so much for sending and continue to send because we actually do read these. Um, Hi, ladies. So excited you're all starting a podcast. As much as I love listening to guys on their podcast, I'm so happy to get to hear from all of you and all of your stories since I can relate to them a little more. A couple topics I'd like to hear on the podcast are experience with your long distance relationships and living with your significant other for the first time. Thank you 
and I'm wishing your pod all the best. That's a really that's a really good question because I feel like we, yeah. we all have very different experiences with yeah. uh you know living with our significant others. I mean, Ned and I have never had to do um long distance uh but and and we moved in together like three months after we met so we, we were like we met in december we moved in in april you know what we didn't hear last time ariel and i've actually never heard is how did you guys actually meet oh my gosh ned and i met at a uh like a, a, at a friend's birthday party we mm-hmm. um uh, we had both moved to Chicago. We were fresh out of college. Um, and Ned was, uh, he was taking improv classes and did not have a job. Um, but he had like a friend who was going to give him a job at the Chicago tourism agency. Um, and I had, yeah, I know. (laughs) And I had started working at a um a private art conservation company um and you i don't know if you guys know this or if anybody out there knows any much about art conservation but you have to go to many many years of school to become an art conservator it's it's uh it's a lot of science and it's a lot of art history um and so most art conservators are in their in their 30s um most of the really really good ones you know they've been doing it for a long time they're in their 40s 50s and um and so I was working there. I was 23, um, and I was working as a uh, as like a like a registrarial assistant. And there were a couple of other people there that were around my age. Um, and one of them was uh, our now our very good friend Rebecca. And um, uh, Becca had gone to college with Ned. And Becca and I were sitting at this like communal um, lunch table that we had. Uh, one day and we both kind of looked at each other and we were like, you know, you and I are about the same age <laughs> and, and like, I really feel like we should be friends. I feel like we have a lot in common. And and I agreed. I was like, absolutely. She's like, well, you should come to my birthday. Um, she had been, da- she, she's been dating her now husband. Uh, she'd been dating him for like eight years at that point. They, they've been dating since they were 15. And so- oh. Becca was complaining that she had no girlfriends. She's like, all of my friends are guys. All of the people, like she she had moved out to Chicago because her boyfriend was going to law school out there. And, um, uh, you know, she's she, they're, they're both from New York. And so none of her girlfriends were in Chicago with her. Um, and, and anybody that she knew was a guy. And I was like, that is absolutely not a problem for me. Um, I am, I am very single. (laughs) I have many single friends. Uh, I, Becca's a gold mine. Becca's a gold mine. I was very much looking forward to this party. So, so I, uh, so I showed up to her apartment and I brought my wing woman, Annalise, um, who is, I mean, Annalise, she, she, she laughs when I describe her like this, but she, uh, she looks like me, but she is, taller blonder thinner and and like and like better skin you know she's like gorgeous <laughs> <laughs> and um uh she actually uh recent she she graduated from yale drama recently she was she was doing um she was doing improv uh at the same place that ned was and so we showed up at this party and ned and annalise immediately hit it off because they were like in the same uh, in the same improv classes, they like had a lot in common. And so I totally, uh, just blew Ned off and started hitting on his, his gay (laughs) friend, um, which, which was very funny. There was, there was this guy sitting next to me because it was, it was a pretty small party. There was this guy sitting next to me who was very well-dressed and very well-spoken. And I was like, you're cute. Uh, I'll, you know, let's, <laughs> I'll have a conversation with you. And, um, uh, and it got to the point where Annalise got kind of, he, she, she and Ned had too much in common. And, uh, Ned describes the whole situation as like, he saw me when he first walked into the party and there was nobody else. And I'm like, really, <laughs> really? Because I'm pretty sure that you were talking to my friend Annalise for a very long time. 
Um, <laughs> oh my god! Called out. Yeah, I've never yeah. heard your story to the story, Aaron. Oh is- yeah, no, I always, I always tell the like, you know, Ned, Ned always tells the, um, the like super romantic, um, you know, version of like love at first sight. Never, never Aww. even saw anybody else. And I remember Ned walking into that party with a half a bottle of tequila. Um, <laughs> And like, so and being like, "Happy birthday! I brought you a half a bottle of tequila." And I was like, "Who is this guy? Like, what? what? Like, you can't bring a half a bottle of tequila to a birthday party." Um, and uh, but we definitely—I mean, we definitely hit it off during that party. And um, it got to the point where the two of us were kind of uh, uh, dominating the conversation and just trying to talk to each other. For a lot of the <laughs> evening mm-hmm. um as as we do um and uh and yeah and then and then as we were leaving um I, I left with Annalise and we were in the elevator on the way down and I was like so so that Ned guy it was pretty cute right and she was like yeah I, I, I guess I mean I I don't know. I, I wasn't that interested. And I was like, cool. Okay. So uh, I guess uh, then I will. Uh, I, so you're totally not interested. Then I'll, I'll just, I'll, okay. I'm, uh, that's, that's me then. Um, <laughs> and, uh, and apparently Ned kind of did the same thing with his, <clears throat> his friend Andres. He was like, oh man, I should have gotten that girl's number. Um, but I think Becca took the hint and, uh, uh, she and I became very, very good friends, and uh, we like went to trivia a week later. And Ned saved me a seat um, in a very busy Aww. bar, which was which was mm-hmm. yeah, so sweet. Um, and I showed up with my roommate Lucy, um, and I remember, or actually, Ned remembers this, and and I actually do remember doing this. But I did like a swimming move because Lucy walked in first, and she was headed for the empty seat, and I literally was like, nope. <laughs> And I like walked in before and sort of sat down and was like, hi, how are you? Um, Yeah, that was December. And uh, yeah, and then we moved in together in in April and never looked back. Wow. I know. Crazy. I know. know Fast and furious. Fast and furious. Yeah. Mm. And so the only time that we've ever done long distance was, um, was, when the summer that we moved to LA, I um, Ned had to finish a um, he was doing like a contracting job at the um, research and development lab that he was working at, and um, and so he had to stay over the summer, and I um, I went home for the summer, and so I was living in Texas for three months, and he was living in LA, and it was, he was like living in one of our friends. A spare bedrooms that's easy that's easy but i mean yeah. i think becky has an entirely different story yeah. you guys were yeah. long distance for a long time yeah so we actually i i don't count when we first started dating as long distance but it kind of was because i was still in college and keith was touring with mission improbable so i would only see him mm. like every he would come down to isu to visit maybe every like once a month maybe maybe less sometimes. And then I would drive up to Chicago. And you guys were like dating, dating? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We started dating, I don't know. I think we were like official, like right before school started, maybe. I think that was kind of like the, well, I'm going back to school now. <laughs> Are we dating or not? <laughs> um, and then when we'd been dating for like a year or two, I don't know, it's all like a blur. I feel like once you yeah. pass like five years, you forget everything from Absolutely. the first five years of dating. <laughs> You're like, I only remember the last like three years. Um, but yeah, we were dating for like a year or two. And then Keith was like, it was actually one of Keith's friends who was like, oh yeah, we've been talking about moving to LA. And I was like, the fuck? Like, what are you <laughs> talking about? You thinking about moving to LA? <laughs> Why? <laughs> Do you want to ask me if I'm moving to L.A.? Yeah, I was like, what? Well, and I had already I had said before that I would move at some point. But because I had just graduated, I didn't really want to leave. I wanted to like I'm really close with my family, so I wanted to stay there. Um, So we just put like a year deadline on it. I think that's kind of the trick to dating long distance. I don't know how people do it when they're not sure if they're going to move 
wherever, you know, if if you're like, I'm going to get into a long distance relationship, but there's no end date. I, I have no idea how you do that, because the only thing that I think like kept us getting through it was like, well, six months down, two months down, like mm-hmm. there was kind of a, a countdown. Yeah. Uh, and, but, and did you know that you would eventually move to L.A. or were you? Oh, yeah, yeah. We had the year. We put a year on it. I was like, I just want to stay in Chicago for a year, see what's up. I was like still waiting tables. I was interning at a casting agency. So I just was like, I don't want to go yet. I want to stay. Um, In in hindsight, do you appreciate your year alone in Chicago as far as like your own personal life experiences Mm -hmm. and growth? Or do you wish you had just rushed out to like be in L.A. with him? I don't know. That's a really good question. I've never thought about it. Um, I think... I mean, I really liked the year that I was kind of like, I just honestly was able to work like almost every day waiting tables. And then I lived with my parents for like three months right before I moved. So like, I appreciate that I was like the richest I'd ever been. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I was just, it was like, oh my God, this is great. I can work all the time. It doesn't matter. I have nothing to do. Um, yeah, I think it helped me like foster some of the friendships that I had in Chicago a little more because I was able to like lean on my girlfriends uh, more than I had in the past. But it was definitely I mean, it was still pretty hard. I don't I wouldn't recommend it if you can avoid it. <laughs> but like it all turned it's- out well. Like people are always like, oh, I did like how was it? Was it hard? Was it whatever? I was like, it ended well. So wh- what does it matter how hard it was during the time? <laughs> It was the right choice, so. Totally. It de- made moving in a lot easier, too. When you're away from someone for a year, you, like, move in. You're like, oh, I love this. <laughs> I just be with you all the time. <laughs> we had, like, nothing in our first apartment, too. We had, like, a couch, a bed, and an Ikea table. Not that we didn't have more than that now, but <laughs> <laughs> at the time, not much. <laughs> Did we ever see your first apartment? Where was your first apartment? It was actually hilariously. It's like two blocks away from where we live now. <laughs> yeah, so it was just like down the street. We just really loved our neighborhood. Our first, I don't think, I don't think you ever came over to our first apartment. Zach was at our first apartment. I know for uh-huh. sure. Some yeah, like I OG think- BuzzFeed people were, but I don't think you guys ever came over because we lived on opposite sides of town too. Kind of ugly, but we had a, a balcony. And we would play this game where we sat outside and rated the drivers who drove through the stop sign because it was like uh-huh. a little rate three-way them. stop. So you'd rate wow. them on what? Like how great they're driving? Their car? On how poor their stopping was. And then sometimes we would clap at them. A lovely stop. <laughs> That's a funny game. Uh, yeah. Have Have you ever heard of a California stop? I heard it called a California roll. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, that's I. I. My parents have always used that because they lived in California when they when they first got to when they first got married, and so they always say that like, oh, I just did a California stop, but I didn't. I didn't know that it was a real thing. Until I've heard we it as here. stoptional. Like it's stop-tional. optional to stop. Stoptional. Does anyone know why it's called a California stop? Is it because we have those neighborhoods where there's so many like stop signs or is that why do they I call it that exclusive to California? California I've always wondered role. that. Yeah. Maggie, you are the only one who grew up in California uh, and probably true. got your license here. So, But I grew up, I learned how to drive in the suburbs. And then when I came to <clears throat> L.A., I was forced to become an L.A. driver because if you're t- like I would be on the 405 freeway trying to merge onto freeway traffic and I'd be like, go ahead. Go ahead. Ah. Go ahead. And then I was late to everything. So I had to f- like learn yeah. to be a little bit more, not aggressive, but just like a little bit more direct Go in my ahead. driving. Like I'm fair. Like I let every other car merge, but like you can't drive, di- you can't, dr- you can't drive like a, like a little grandma here. You got to totally, mm-hmm. yeah, you got to be a defensive you gotta get, driver. You got to go. Yeah. yeah. I, I remember mm-hmm. driving in the Midwest in college. I stopped at every stop sign, like full stop. I did yeah, too. Like I'd be like one one thousand to one thousand, but in the suburbs, <laughs> there's not that many stop signs. Like I feel like around in this neighborhood, a lot of the the streets oh, and the yeah. side streets that I take, you yeah. have to be you have to stop at everything. For the um, non Californians, do you remember taking your driving test again <laughs> when mm. you moved to California? Because that was terrifying for me. Uh, what a surprise! <laughs> you were like, oh no, I don't know anything. That's literally what. <laughs> Even when they though said I'm that, I was thirty. Like, 
I was like, I have to take it again. <laughs> I'm pretty that sure I barely so... passed the first time. I'm always yeah. scared that my driver's license is going to expire and I'm going to have to do that. Like I'll forget or something, but Oof. it is not easy. Oh, if it laps, you don't have to do it. Oh, not really? saying that okay. I've ever let my driver's license lapse. Lapse. But... <laughs> yeah. I remember retaking it. Ned and I retook it at the same time. And uh, I studied for it because I'm <gasps> Me too. a little dweebus. <laughs> And, um, and so, you know, I like, I read the pamphlet and I was taking notes and Ned was like, please, I've been driving for 10 years. I do not need to like study for this. I'm a professional test. Like I know how to drive. And so we went and we took it and he, you know, I was in like one of the little cubbies and he was in the next one. And, uh, um, and I remember walking out and I was like, that was hard. And he was like, that was really, really hard. And he failed. He failed, of course. And oh, I passed. No. Yes. Yeah. He failed twice, actually. <laughs> because I didn't he study because I didn't know about it. Like, yeah. I didn't know well, ahead got of time. I just got to the DMV and was doing all the things. And they were like, okay, now take the test. And I passed. Like, but it was very scary. <laughs> I know. I get test anxiety. So like... When I knew I had to take it, I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I got a question wrong about seatbelts. Oh, seat no. Belts. Because oh I thought gosh. they were trying to trick me. I was like, no, 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 no. It's this is optional. It's an optional. Yeah. If you're driving in a it was something about like driving in a mountain town, whether or not you had to wear a seatbelt or like if there are four people in the car, how many Becky. people have to wear seatbelts? And I was like, uh, uh, it's not Two everyone, not everyone. And it was like wrong. And I was like, no. Oh, I do. God. I do. Actually, I remember a question like that. And I remember thinking about it. Like if you're if you're in like in a certain county, it's like yes. if you're in some county and and you have four people in your car uh, and like the the two people in the front are wearing their seatbelt. Do the people in the back have to wear their seatbelt or something like that? Yeah, and, and it was something. It was a sort so of thing where I was like, I was like, yeah. yes. I believe they do have to wear their seatbelts, but but yeah, it, it made it sound like it was optional. <laughs> so I was like, no, they don't. They don't have to do it. <laughs> do you guys remember taking your actual driving exam with like an instructor who like I tally? Do. Yeah. Do you remember? I yeah. remember when we were first pulling out of the DMV, the instructor was like, please make a right. And I, we, I was like the type of student that'd be like left, right. I and still I turned, do that. I turned the, I, f I think he said turn right and I turned left and he's like, well, you failed. Just turned left. Um, <laughs> Minus one. I'll, I'll adjust the course. And I was like, <laughs> I had the, I had the very, very typical um, driving test where I, you know, I did everything right. And then it got to parallel parking and I failed miserably on the parallel parking part. I can't, I still can't parallel park. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm really quite bad at it. <laughs> and, uh, Ned's, Ned's actually very good at it. And so uh, if if there's like a really difficult parallel parking spot, I'll make him get into the driver's seat and like parallel park oh, for yeah. me. But otherwise, I will go find a different spot because I am so bad at parallel parking. Um, but uh, I remember passing was 75% and I got a 78 on wow. my driving test. So, so you I, did it. Barely passed. <laughs> Does that make me a like a C minus driver? I don't Maybe actually know. Maybe it's 16. Do you guys have <laughs> driving school in your school? I didn't realize that people didn't have it until Keith told me. He learned from like no. a driving, a separate I had to go to the driving. Yeah. I had to we pay had it for in it. School. Yeah, oh. we went to like, I went to summer school for it. I guess my birthday's in the summer, but I went to like mm -hmm. daytime summer school at a high school that wasn't mine. Yeah, huh. we did the, it was like a class. Like you took yeah. driver's it was ed like and then for a when week. you passed. Yeah. Oh, ours was a half of a semester. You didn't have to take the written test at the DMV. You only oh. had to go in and drive. So you do your written test in school. That's great. And then they also took us on the freeways and did like parallel parking, which I don't, in Illinois, you don't have to do that on your driving test. I made like three right turns and then parked. <laughs> and that was my test. I was like... I'm done. Like, you did it. Amazing. You can drive. It. Okay. <laughs> Great. I remember Great. I was taken on the freeway on my very first driver instructor lesson. 
So just controlling the gas and the brakes plus the wheel was very overwhelming to me. <laughs> so my instructor, I know, so <laughs> it was too many new things at once. So I made the instructor control the gas and the brakes on the freeway. And I was just like focusing on the wheel. Like I could not do <laughs> all of it at the same time. It was too That's much. That's a thing? I was could, having a full-blown anxiety attack. I was so like, this funny. is too many things. Wait, Double I can thing. imagine. Did, was, it, was it one of those cars where they had... Uh, yes. Oh, yeah. so it was like a deadline. Yes. Yeah, and oh, she was like, okay, crazy. turn your blinker on, control the wheel, control the gas, control the brake. It was too much. Too much. We but had now, to do we had to do our driving pretty good in driver. our cars. It took me a while, but I did huh. not grow up playing video games or sports, so I'm very bad at things. <laughs> or sports. Or sports. <laughs> I swam. I, I was a swimmer, but that's about it. <laughs> I don't really know if I have a specific story of Zach moving in but I do remember when we first moved to an our current apartment we had no furniture whatsoever he had lived with two of his friends from his hometown and he had gotten rid of everything and I was living in just I didn't furnish the apartment I was living in before so our first night together we ate pizza on the floor and had no Aww. utensils or Aww. a trash can that's so, so we slowly sweet. we slowly really started sweet. to but yeah, my hot it's tip. It's like a movie. Buy, buy a trash can before you move. It was very necessary. We had nowhere <laughs> to put our garbage. <laughs> oh. No. It's, that's really Just sweet. like a rom-com, Maggie. Yeah. I know. Eat, so sweet. Eating pizza on the floor of your new apartment. And Bowie was there? Bowie was there. Bowie was... Poor Bowie. When we first got him, he was just being thrown back and forth. Like he'd be at my apartment one night and then when I was working 12 hour shift night shifts, he'd be with Zach and it was just a lot of back and forth for him. But he turned out okay. <laughs> <laughs> the kids are all right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he loved it. Well guys, I think uh, that just about wraps up uh, this episode of You Can Sit With Us. I've really enjoyed seeing you guys. I, I know. know. I wish I could <laughs> on the computer. I know. Virtually. I know. Yeah. Well, to everybody out there, uh, we uh, thanks for listening. Um, keep sending your questions. We love hearing from you. Um, rate us five stars on, I don't know, Apple Podcast, uh, Spotify Podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Ask us questions there because we really do listen to them or listen to them. We really do read them and uh, mm. you might get yours read on the pod. So um, yeah, keep keep getting in touch. And I guess we'll see you guys next time. Mm. Yeah. Bye. 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 Bye.